Welcome to another episode of Left Coast Sports. My name is John Schaefer, and today we'll continue our early season baseball conversation with Cesar Becerra. He covers the L.A. Dodgers, and the Dodgers, of course, the reigning World Series champions, off to the best start in baseball once again in 2021. In fact, they've been so dominant in the early season that some are speculating they could challenge the regular season wins record of 116 set by the Mariners back in 2001. Or could this be the year that the Dodgers run at the top of the NOS comes to an end because of the up-and-coming San Diego Padres or even the Giants, a team that's also off to a fast start? We'll discuss all of that today as we continue our spin around the NOS here this April. Before we get started with today's episode, though, please give us an auto-download on your podcast platform. You'll get future episodes automatically. Left Coast Sports is everywhere. We're all over the internet, Apple Podcasts, the free iHeartRadio app, YouTube and Spotify. Please give us a review as well. We really appreciate the reviews. While you're here and listening, you can switch over to Twitter, at John Schaefer on Twitter. That's at J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R, at John Schaefer. So could the Dodgers be even better than they were a year ago? Is there a SoCal rivalry brewing right now between the Dodgers and the Padres? All of that and more in today's conversation with Cesar Becerra. All right, Caesar. so in your opinion, who has more staying power in terms of competing with the Dodgers this year in the NL West? Is it the Padres or could it be the Giants? No, yeah, it's still 100% the Padres. You can't really take their first two weeks of the season as a full season sample size. You know, what the Giants are doing right now, yeah, it is surprising to say the least, but you can't expect the, the Padres to be playing 500 baseball for the duration of the full season. And, you know, the Giants pitching has been – Somewhat of a surprise to start early, but you got to know at some point when they start facing tougher competition, uh, their, their record would more likely regress. What did you think of the series this past weekend, specifically uh, the Dodgers-Padres series at Petco Park? It kind of felt like a postseason series. The Dodgers ultimately take two of three. Um, you know, what was your reaction to what you saw on field this past week? Yeah, it was fun, right? Um, it was good to have baseball back. It was good to have the fans in there enjoying the, enjoying the game. It did give it that playoff vibe that we saw last full season. And you definitely see the hunger in the Padres. And uh, you see that the Dodgers aren't going to go down quietly. You know, you still see that, that fight for the young team of, of the Padres. And you see the, the Dodgers veteran leadership kind of giving them that extra hump at the end of the day. Were you surprised at all that the bench is cleared? I mean, it wasn't, you know, a full benches clearing situation, but Kershaw yelling at Profar. Um, there was the situation in game one with Mateo uh, for San Diego. Uh, w- did that surprise you at all or no? No, not at all. I think we all kind of came with that expectation coming into this season, especially how the way uh, the Padres season ended last year, getting swept and, you know, with that whole situation with Bruce Algarderall. Um, you know, we were expecting fireworks, and a lot of people uh, further down uh, Southern California are kind of calling this the new NL West rivalry, and some experts, you know, across the, the league are talking about this may be the rivalry of baseball now. Um, I think it's a little bit too premature to call it a rivalry right now, but certainly if there's any indications of the last two series, including last postseason, the way they've been going, you know, we can have a, a, a little fun Dodgers-Giants rivalry or even uh, Yankees-Red Sox rivalry. Yeah, I mean, what would it take, I mean, for it to be something like Dodgers, Giants, Cubs, Cardinals, you mentioned Yankees, Red Sox. I mean, is it going to take the Padres beating the Dodgers in a postseason? Will it take the Padres winning a World Series? What do you think it would take for it to get to that level? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think right now with the, the Dodgers being in position to repeat as NLS champions for potentially the ninth consecutive time, hmm. you know, until the Padres are able to knock them off the NLS title, um, then, you know, I think the, the Dodgers can start looking at them a little, a little bit more as a, a rivalry. You know, I don't think that the Dodgers are overlooking them by any means. I think you can tell that, by the way, Dave Roberts stacked up the rotation uh, for the first series, throwing Kershaw, Bueller, and Bauer. Um, so they basically went all in saying, hey, you know, we saw that you were making moves this offseason. We're making moves, and we're still here. And, you're, you know, we're not going anywhere. How do you compare this year's team, I'm talking about the Dodgers specifically, to last year's team? I mean, we know they've added Trevor Bauer. Um, what have you seen these first couple of weeks, and, and how do they differ from what happened last year, which was a world championship? Yeah, I mean, uh, as, a, as a Dodgers fan, it's really tough to be disappointed from what you've seen so far. You know, um, after 18 games, you have the best record in baseball. You know, you own the best run differential in baseball. You know, you're nearly top five in every statistical category for the offense. You know, nearly top five in every pitching category, including ERA, you know, and strikeouts. And, you know, really what you wanted to see in the first coming weeks was what were these new um, Dodgers offseason acquisitions going to do? And you've seen, you've gotten more than what you hoped for with Trevor Bauer. You know, it seems like we've had a seamless transition with Zach McKinstry from Kike Hernandez. So, and, you know, the addition of Corey Knebel out of the bullpen just seems to add on strength on strength right there. So, it's been pretty encouraging for Dodgers fans. It's tough to be disappointed at this point. Were you surprised at all that the Dodgers ultimately, um, you know, pulled the trigger on that Trevor Bauer deal or no? Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, you always hear, you know, big market teams kind of being interested in the top free agents, but the Dodgers being really hesitant to pull the, pull the, the trigger on big name free agencies outside of Mookie Betts recently. You know, you, you just thought it was kind of, uh, a long shot, right? Especially when you when you think about you know impending free agents like Walker Buehler, Corey Seager, and uh, Cody Bellinger in the upcoming seasons. But you know, I think that's the Dodgers' mentality right now. They have a good farm system. They have a good team in place right now, and they want to keep what they have going. And I think that's 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 telling by making this this strong push to sign Bauer. You mentioned the fact that the Dodgers are 14-4. and four. Uh, The last handful of games, they haven't been scoring runs the way they were. I think it's eight runs in their last four games, 13 combined hits in those four games. Is that any reason for concern or just a small blip over the course of a long year? Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's actually been six runs over the past four games. Oh, wow. And I, I, think, I think that just has to do with, you know, the amount of competition that they've been facing, you know. Um, you know, I'll be first to say that the Dodgers probably got a relatively easy start to the season. You know, they played the Rockies seven times. And, you know, they did play the Nationals and I believe their first series back from their COVID issues. So that's 10 out of their 18 games against teams that were under 500. You know, that's not to go ahead and say that the Dodgers, what the Dodgers have done should be, you know, undermined. But, you know, we did see when they played the Padres how things were a little bit tighter. You know, things were a little bit difficult to, to scrap by. And, you know, even this up past series with the, the, the Seattle Mariners, you know, the Dodgers were only able to muster one run in their final game. And you know, really, I think it was only two or three hits. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a cause for concern. You know, it's still, it's still the middle of April. <laughs> So, you know, we've still got plenty of baseball to, to go. What about the health of the team? And I think some of the offense maybe can be explained by not having Cody Bellinger. I know Betts has been in and out and just had uh, the hit-by-pitch in Seattle. Is there any reason for concern with the health 
of this Dodgers team? Or, again, is it only April and they should get these guys back healthy sometime soon? Yeah, I definitely think there's, there's always a concern, right? You know, I always like to say that you know, the best team, the only team that can beat the Dodgers might be the Dodgers themselves. But, you know, if these first 18 games have been any, any indication, um, is that the Dodgers staff has been really well, uh, really supportive. You know, we've seen a lot of players like, you know, Zach McKinstry come and make an impact for the team. And um, that, that allows them not to have to rush players like Cody Bellinger back or make Max Muncy play every day or force Gavin Lux into an everyday role. You know, we see all these players stepping up, you know, McKinstry reels, uh, you know, Matthew Beattie or, you know, whatever the case may be. There's, that's, that's the thing about the organization. It's kind of not, not really next man up, but just kind of keep passing the baton and uh, keep the momentum going. Is it more impressive than the 14-4 and four start? I mean, without Bellinger, I know Gavin Lux has been out. Tony Gonsolin is out. I mean, if they do find their stride in terms of health, um, you know, maybe they can play this baseball for, uh, you know, a significant period of time this year. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think what it, if anything, it tells how impressive the pitching staff has been. Mm-hmm. You know, all five of their starters, you know, Kershaw, Bueller, Bauer, Arias, and May, all have like an ERA under three. Um, they've been dominant. And so for hitters, for the opposing hitters, it's been a relief to get the starting pitcher out. And, you know, that also takes out a lot of pressure off the offense. So we're able to win those one-run games like they did in Seattle on Tuesday afternoon. How important to the Dodgers' overall success is Kenley Jansen, who's gotten off to a very good start this year? Yeah, then to the present surprise of Dodgers fans, right? I mean, yeah. they've been seeing, especially on Tuesday afternoon, his velocity, I think, hit 95 for the first time in two years. Um, but, yeah, I think Kenley Jansen's feeling the pressure. Um, he's no longer guaranteed to close out every game. And, you know, the Dodgers have, have been pretty, pretty uh, open – well, Dave Roberts has been open about it, you know, talking about how Corey Knievel has been pitching great. You know, had one hiccup with the Padres. You know, they also have Broussard Gratero, who throws who has a bazooka for an arm. Hmm. Uh, you know, Jimmy Nelson's been pitching well. Blake Trinan's been pitching well. You know, it's, that's the thing. You know, when you have such a well-rounded bullpen, you know, you, can, you can't really set yourself up. There's no room for error. And I think Jackson's been, been feeling that pressure. And, you know, that's why, uh, like Corey, um, Joe Davis likes to say, he's been pitching angry. What's the ceiling on this team? I mean, could they legitimately threaten the all-time all-time wins record? Yeah, I mean, when when you when you have your number four starter Julio Arias pitching, you know, complete games, or not complete games, but uh, seven shutout innings with ten strikeouts, and you know, your fifth starter uh, Justin May, you know, with an ERA under three, it's kind of tough to to question whether or not they can. Um, challenge that that win record you know which will come down to is motivation and health evidently you know this team they're in it for the long haul so you know they, they built this team for october they built it for to win a championship so if it, if it comes to where whether they have to extend their rotation to a six-man rotation we know that they have the arms to do it and we know that dave roberts might may be willing to do that to give their you know star pitchers some rest so and players Let's talk about this upcoming weekend because it's the Padres again. So it's San Diego for 7 of 10. Or excuse me, 7 of 9 for the Dodgers, 7 of 10 for the Padres. What are you most looking forward to seeing? Four games at Dodger Stadium against these two teams. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's see how uh, let's see how the, Do- the Dodger fans bring back the energy. You know, we mm-hmm. heard a lot of beat L.A. chants down in San Diego. And uh, 
let's see let's see how the Dodgers can reciprocate the Dodgers fans can reciprocate. Um, you know, we're we're still kind of expecting that you know San Diego's best. Um, I I personally, what I took away from that Padres series was that Fernando Tatis Jr. is still not 100% healthy, mm-hmm. and I think it showed a lot of gut for him to to come back specifically for that season that series. Um, I'm hoping that to see Fernando Tatis a little bit healthier, and I want to see the full version of these Padres, um, and and I want I you know I want to head on go on for a head on collision. You think uh, an interesting storyline between these two teams is the Trevor Bauer Manny Machado situation, where Machado has seemingly had Bauer's number at the plate? Is is that something to keep an eye on this year? I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, Machado. You know, the interesting thing about Machado is uh, he seems to play the Dodgers with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Game in and game out. That's that's really it's really difficult for me to kind of pinpoint why that is. You know, given that they did trade for him and. You know, evidently, you know, we didn't get the outcome that we wanted by losing in the World Series, but it seems like Machado has a personal vendetta with the Dodgers in general, not necessarily just Trevor Bauer. So that's that's something that I kind of always have fun with, you know, kind of looking at when, you know, the Dodgers play the Padres. What did you think was a better catch? Bats the other night in San Diego, ending a game with a spectacular diving catch out there in center field, or Bellinger last year in game two of the NLDS taking that home run away from Fernando Tatis. Yeah, I mean, that best catch is really nice and insane, but you can't really, you can't, you, in, in terms of you, when you build up the moment, you know, for everything that it meant, you know, that Cody Bellinger catch to save the game and, you know, especially given off of who it was, um, I, I think that might have been one of the best plays for the Dodgers' season last year. It was an unbelievable play, no question about it. Caesar, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us here uh, at the start of baseball season. All right, anytime, guys. Looking forward to the future. Thanks again to Caesar for joining us today to talk about the Dodgers' fast start and the state of the NL West. The Dodgers have another huge series this weekend at home. They'll begin a four-game set against the Padres at Dodger Stadium. And if this series is anything like the first one between these two teams, it could be must-watch baseball. If you haven't already, please subscribe and auto-download future episodes on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this podcast on. And again, please leave a review and follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. That's J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R at John Schaefer. For previous episodes or more information about Left Coast Sports, you can visit yourview.com. That's Y-U-R-V-I-E-W.com, yourview.com. Also, this reminder, the eyes of the world will turn to Tokyo for the Olympic Games this summer. Catch all the action leading up to the Olympic Games with Countdown to Tokyo every Tuesday on Your View. You'll get the latest news on preparations for the Games, details on the sports involved, and in-depth insights into the teams, athletes, and the host city. Don't miss Countdown to Tokyo, Tuesdays on Your View. Next week on Left Coast Sports, we'll continue our tour of West Coast baseball in this early season. Thanks for listening. We'll catch up next week right here on Left Coast Sports with John Schaefer.